from the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, with two-man coverage of the red and gold, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, welcome back. This is Ryan Tracy, the host of the Locked On Chiefs. We're doing a joint show today with Matt Williamson, the host of the Locked On NFL, the kind of mothership around here at the Locked On Network. And we're going to talk Chiefs. We're going to talk the AFC West as well as how it looks across the league. So we're not going to take a whole lot of time. We'll be back with you next week about Chiefs-centric everything. But right now, let's talk to Matt Williamson. Well, it's been a little bit, but we got Matt Williamson back from us uh, from the mothership as well as all of his duties over with the Steelers. How are you, Matt? I am great. How are you? You know, it's been an interesting summer so far, but uh, a lot going on and just trying to keep up with it all. I know everybody calls this the dead season, but there really is no dead season anymore, right? No, there really isn't. And However, you know, like I was a Steeler minicamp today and we broke and we're going to go back for, uh, today was OTAs, and then we go back for minicamp, three more days of that, then it actually it does kind of die. I mean, it doesn't seem like it does, but uh, there will be a quiet period where it's hard to come up with things to talk about a little bit. Yeah, I mean, heavy on the preview. This is your first little glimpse. Anybody standing out with Steelers? Um, no. I mean, uh, the rookies, I would say, look good. Uh, Washington and Rudolph in particular. But that atmosphere really lends itself to. You know, I mean, A.B. hasn't been there. Uh, Roethlisberger came back today but hasn't been there all that much. So they're really – letting the young guys play a lot. And that's going to be the theme through the preseason, too. And that's what they did last year. I mean, Joshua Dobbs got a ton of snaps. That'll be Rudolph this year. Ah, that's great. Yeah. You know, and at least you're getting to see them every day. I think you said you have a guest on every day. We're kind of struggling because the Chiefs have closed off practices except for one a week. So oh, wow. there's very little information coming out on Pat Mahomes or any of the, the rookie class. So I'm kind of waiting on that yeah, one. Yeah, and it's funny, though. I mean – even the information that comes out, like I just wrote an article about people reporting Teddy Bridgewater's trade values going up. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> 31 other teams aren't watching, you know, Jets minicamp. There's not tape available of it. <laughs> it's just some people saying he's right. good. You know, people aren't banging down their door to get Teddy Bridgewater all of a sudden. And it's maybe it's going to be a great story. Maybe, you know, at least he's healthy. That's wonderful. But and if you put some preseason games together, maybe his trade value will go up. But in minicamp, like in KC, like, like you just said, there's not even media there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird. You know, this time of year is odd. Do you think do you think there's anything to it? And I floated this idea last week, and it, it just, just kind of baffles me a little bit. It, it, do you try to control – what I think you, I've heard you talk a little bit about it too. Uh, this this Mahomes hype, you think that's part of the deal? My hunch is that's probably the most of it because if I'm a Casey, I'm not really a media guy at heart. I'm more much more of a scout analyst at heart, and it amazes me. And I, I've known these Steeler media guys so well; they're beat writers that they could talk about one team for 365 days. I mean, it, it's it's amazing to me. And and putting myself in a Chiefs beat writer's shoes. I would imagine I would be analyzing every throw Mahomes makes. Boy, he went six for seven today. You know, like, who cares? You know, it doesn't matter at all. So I assume that's what they're doing is let's not have it in the paper every day how Mahomes is practicing. Well, I'm sure everybody wants to see it, but like you said, it's just a magnifying glass on stuff that isn't going to really produce down the line. But 
he's not alone, and he, it is a big story how the the offense uh, is going to progress this year with with a guy that can throw down the field. And and I know for your history and how you felt about Alex Smith over the years, uh, <laughs> it looks like this is going to turn offense on its head. And uh, just from an outside yeah. perspective, how do you feel that that bodes for what they're going to be able to do in twenty eighteen? Yeah, and to give some people some background, I'm a notorious, quote, Chiefs hater. And it really isn't true, but it was almost all centered around Alex Smith. And I always side with my quarterback analysis and scouting. I want home runs, and I'm not always like that at at every position, where to me, Smith is a single or double. You know, he is what he is. And I will say he played much better and with much more aggression Last year. So I do give him credit for that. Um, And on the flip side, Mahomes was my number one quarterback at this time last year. I mean, in last year's draft class, I liked him more than Watson, more than Trubisky. If I had a first pick overall, I would have taken him. You know what I mean? Like, if I I needed a quarterback. He was the one I loved. That being said, what I keep saying about this situation this year is I think, you know, all these people that are talking about Mahomes is going to have a breakout year and, you know, he's going to put up huge numbers. He might, but the chances of him playing as well as Alex Smith did last year are honestly slim. You know, I mean, when I, I think he'll have much more highlights, you know, that he'll be on Sports Center more often. But I also think he's, he's bound to have many more lowlights than you've seen from Alex Smith. You know, he's a risk taker. He's learning. So I think this offense will be one of the most fun to watch from an outsider and fun and maddening from a Chiefs fan perspective. And I think eventually he'll be better than Alex Smith ever was. But I bet he's not. I bet 2018 Mahomes isn't better than 2017 Smith. Well, and I think that's something that I don't think he's able to. I don't think you're able to have that thought process. Is, I mean, I know fans are going to have that thought process that, they want him to be better than Smith, but I don't think that's fair to the kid. No, right. Uh, he's got to learn, and he's got to use. He's got to have time to learn the system and learn to play in the NFL. Yeah, oh, you're 100 percent right. And I think Reed is the ideal guy to bring him along. And I don't know if you guys have used this term, but uh, you know, they've really in, uh, put in a, a West Coast collegiate style there. I mean, you know, Reed's history is all West Coast and Bill Walsh roots, but I think Reed's smart enough to realize that. You know, Mahomes in particular, but also Smith, really their roots are college spread. And the year I was with the Browns was the year that Alex Smith came out. He was the first pick in the draft. We picked third. And he was really the first of his kind of a spread quarterback. And I don't think it's an accident that last year he took a step forward because Reed designed things that were that Smith did so well in college to be the first pick in the draft. And therefore, I think he'll do those things for Mahomes, too. But Mahomes has a lot of work to do. And if you watch his college tape, his line was terrible. I mean, it was almost like watching LeBron. I mean, like it was him and nobody else. Well, there is one addition, and I'm kind of keen to see what you think about it. Let's take a quick second. We'll come back and ask you about that. They did get Sammy Watkins. They're they're trying to add another wrinkle to the offense. And Watkins actually said today that uh, this is the best he's felt uh, being with a coach that, that actually pushes him to learn the entire offense and run the whole route tree. And I think that's a departure for him. For, for Sammy, I mean, you yeah. kind of broke up there just for a yeah, second. Sorry, I apologize. Yeah, sorry. yeah and, and I'm a big Watkins fan. And to talk about him for a second, if you watch his tape with the Rams, 
I know there's a lot of people out there going, I had Watkins on my fantasy team, and he wasn't good enough. And, yeah, he did catch some touchdowns. But, he, you know, he, he was not a high-volume player. But they used him in a very smart way. And that offense in L.A. needs a speed guy. And they couldn't live without him. That's why they went and got Brandon Cooks. But they had a lot of half-field, easier reads for Goff with Watkins, not as a decoy, but on the other side of the field, you know, demanding attention. And if you watch him, I thought he was very explosive as a route runner. He's a powerful guy. He's a fast guy. I love the way he moves when he's healthy. I think he's, you know, honestly a top 12 type receiver and doesn't get that kind of credit. And he stayed healthy. So his tape was much better than his numbers last year. And I think Reed knows that, obviously. And with with Hill on the other side of him, you're always going to have somebody single coverage. And my hope as a fan and a partial concern is Mahomes is going to see matchups he likes all the time and is going to be gunslinger crazy, which is going to be a blast. I just don't know if it'll equal wins. Right. And that's, that's kind of how I feel, too. And I think the team is, is betting on some of that, too, because they went all in on the draft on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and I don't know, because of my vacation, if I heard your reaction to what the Chiefs did in the draft. And if you just want to recap there real quick, I'd like to know. Yeah, well, they obviously didn't have a, a, a ton to work with. Um, I wasn't super impressed with their draft, to be very honest with you. I thought they reached a little bit. Um, the defense overall... Very much worries me, to be very honest. But I do think you have to realize Barry's coming back. I mean, that's huge for sure. But, you know, I think the corner position is worrisome. I think Peters is an utter superstar and will be missed. Although I like Fuller. You know, I mean, I didn't see Speaks as a number as a second rounder. How much will he help this year? I did like the, non, the naughty pick quite a bit, though. And I kind of looked at him as a good nose tackle replacement, but isn't you know, Will Fork or Casey Hampton, he can move a little bit too. And I think that's what they're looking for for their nose. So I did like that pick. I think Dorian O'Daniel fits what they do with the big safety move linebacker, dime package player, special teamer. But I don't know that they're going to get a, a lot of immediate jolt from their rookies this year. Down in their numbers in a couple of positions. So let's hope no, they're right. better than we think. But I think one draft that you did like was out in L.A., right? And I, you have the Chargers winning this division, don't you? I do, and I did last year, too. And I know that doesn't sound great, but I still think they were the best team at the division last year. You know, And if they could kick the field goal or two early in the season, they may have ran away with the division. They finished the, the season extremely strong. I think Rivers is the best quarterback in the division. Derwin James, to me, and I'm, I'm kind of on an island here, I thought he was the best defensive player in the entire draft, and safeties seem to be dropping. They're not, they're not as valued this year for some reason in free agency in the draft as much as you'd think. That Hunter Henry injury is big, but I still like their chances. I, I don't see a lot of weaknesses. I see a fair amount of star power, but they also have something, something working against them that's the total opposite from Kansas City and Denver is they have no home field advantage. You know, like, the home field advantage in the NFL is huge. And those eight games where they're playing in that crappy soccer stadium really doesn't help them. Yeah, and that's kind of how I take it, too. And Yeah. That may be part of the factor that plays into, even though the Chiefs defense has, has taken a step back in terms of his experience, maybe those guys can live up to it. We'll have to see. But I, I still think that this team's won the division two years in a row, and the Chiefs have had – you know, pretty convincing wins over those Chargers. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Hunter Henry injury doesn't help the Chargers much, but 
in your opinion, what do the Chiefs need to do in order to compete and stay in it for a possible third division title in a row? The defense has some big play guys, you know, Houston, Barry. And I think that they're – and, you know, Chris Jones, I think, is a great player for the – I mean, I'm sure your fans know that. I'm not sure that my fans do. <laughs> that I think if they can create a lot of big plays on defense, because I do think they're going to hemorrhage yardage. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to be real hard to game plan against. I think they're, the Chiefs games are going to be very high scoring. Start all your fantasy guys when the Chiefs play type of deal. But if they can – not get blown away in the turnover category because I do think Mahomes is going to turn the ball over. I mean, he'll make great plays. You know, he'll you know he's going to be all over the place. Um, but if the defense can create big plays, you know, sacks from Houston like we've seen in the past, you know, Barry getting his his hands on the ball, that type of thing, they could be you know. Then I think they're in it. I just think this. In the end, I, I don't mean to sound down on the Chiefs because I do think they're the arrow is going up with the organization, and I and I told you I love Mahomes. But I think this is just going to be a transition year when you look back from it ten years from now. So you're telling me there's a chance that your your yeah, general they, chief's hatred is going to turn around. <laughs> my general chief's <laughs> hatred's gone because Smith left. But now I'm not saying much good about the Chiefs. So, however, the AFC is garbage. I mean, everyone right. in the world is going to pick the Patriots to win their division. I think everyone's going to pick the Steelers to win their division. And then what? You know, like, if the Chiefs were in the NFC, I'd be like, man, I don't think they're a playoff team. But in the AFC, come up with six teams that are deserving to go to the postseason. It's not easy to do. Right. And, you know, it, those are obviously the, the two biggest picks. I mean, there's the, I don't even know if there's a team that's going to go 500 in the East outside of New England. But Right. I mean, they're going to steamroll that division. Yeah, right. But when you look down south, what's your take on on Andrew Luck throwing passes again and maybe Watson coming back? How do they look to you? Yeah, I think the south is going to be a lot of fun. And I'm lower on Jacksonville than most people are. Like, I understand that most people are going to pick Jacksonville to win that division. And I might as well. But I just don't think Bortles is a good player. I don't think their passing game is going to be in the top 25 this year. And as great as their defense is, and Fournette's a good player, obviously, and their line looks improved, that's just a hard recipe to win in the NFL year after year. Like, Denver won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, but then they came crashing back to earth because they can't throw the ball. I mean, I I think Jacksonville could be in that uh, situation. I'm a Tennessee believer, uh, mostly because of the coaching change, and I'm a huge Mariota fan. I might pick them to win the division. If not, I'll probably pick them to at least get in this into the, the playoffs. Houston's really intriguing to me because I think they may have one of the absolute best defenses in the league. You had Honey Badger, Watts coming back, Merciless, you know, the, the, and Watson has won me over. I don't know that he can stay healthy, though, and I think their line is clearly the worst in the NFL. I mean, that's a tough recipe, too. And for, as for the Colts, you won't find a bigger luck supporter than me, and I hope he comes back, and I'm, I'm betting he does. But they might have the worst roster in the league. Yeah, Chris Ballard has a tall task ahead of him. Uh, I want to go back and, and ask you one more thing about Houston. Let's take a second. We'll come back and do that. I just want to touch back on Houston's O-line. I think they could, the Chiefs in particular have had some, some run of luck against Houston, and I'm wondering if – Houston's a, a team that's going to be on the move in terms of cut down day. Any any veteran free agents that get out there in a free agency, if they're a prime team to be looking to make pickups. Oh, on the offensive line for sure. I mean, their interior is below average, and that's the strength of the line. <laughs> you know, I mean, like 
that, that's as good as it gets. And it kind of feels like Russell Wilson running for his life behind a bad offensive line. And Watson's capable, but Watson's also been injury prone. And I don't think, you know, Watson's unbelievable efficiency and touchdown production per throw is capable of, of, of keeping up. I like his weapons, but are they going to be able to run the ball? Uh, they're going to be another team, kind of like the Chiefs, in my opinion, that are going to be a roller coaster week to week. You know, there's been there's been a little bit of media on it, but I think it's been pretty subdued so far. But what do you what do you predict, or, or what's your feeling, at least in your gut right now, about what JJ Watt has left after these injuries? He's one of the, the guys this year that I am most excited to see because I'll be honest. I mean, he was the best defensive player I've ever seen, you know, at least when, since Reggie White or Lawrence Taylor, since I've been doing this professionally. And can he, is there any chance he can get back to that guy? I tend to think no, you know, I mean, just cause that level was the best we've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, it was right? an A plus. Yeah. I mean, he's like Aaron Donald right now. I mean, like the best player in the league and it really wasn't even close, but if he can come back to, you know, a, a large fraction of that. I mean, then he's still a difference maker. I think they're well coached on that side of the ball. Clowney really stepped up without those two around him. You know, I think Matthew ended last season really strong after struggling to come back from injury himself. So, you know, I didn't think Reed should have lasted that long in the draft. You know, a guy like Cunningham in his second year, I think, could take a step forward. So I don't know if they're as Watt dependent now as they were two or three years ago. But I'm really interested because it'll be a shame if you look at him and just say, eh, he's an okay starter. Yeah, that's that's a legacy. You don't want to see fade yeah. after what he's done. I, I agree. Right. Oh, right. well, you know, and that's a, a quick rundown, and I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're, you're swamped with Steelers and what's going on out there, but uh, thank you. We appreciate you coming on with us. Folks, check out Matt. And what's the new website, Matt? Yeah, yeah. I started a new website a little over a month ago or so. Uh, WilliamsonFootball.com. There'll be some fantasy stuff in there. It's it's all uh, the entire NFL. And check out the podcast, Locked On NFL. It's kind of the, uh, like you said, the, the mothership of the Locked On NFL side. You heard it here, folks. We will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Chiefs podcast. While you're out there, give us a rating or review and reach out to us on Twitter at Ryan Tracy NFL and at Chris Clark NFL. We'll talk to you next time.